So we'll begin this period of meditation with some standing practice. I just invite you to uh, find your way to your feet. And leaving your cushions for meditation just where they were so that you can sit back down on them without having to reorganize them. So put your sitting things back together if you've just taken them apart. Um, And generally with standing meditation, it's useful that what we stand on feels reasonably firm underfoot. So if you have one of those mats that feels really soft or bouncy, and some of them do and some of them don't, then I'd suggest you sit on the floor. The mat I have is quite firm and thin, so that works all right. And um, just take a moment to place your feet consciously. So I would suggest shoulder width or hip width apart, pointing relatively straight forward. And just taking a moment to bring your attention down into your feet. It's Sometimes it feels like a long journey from where our attention habitually gathers in the head to coming down into our feet. And maybe just wiggle your toes or shimmy your heels a little bit to have a sense of what it is to kind of, as if you're almost rooting into the earth, just in a gentle way. And just sensing that the weight feels reasonably easily balanced between left and right, between front and back. There's a sense of a stable platform. And just sensing what that's like where the weight of your body presses down through your feet into the floor beneath you. And whatever you notice by way of firmness, hardness, solidness, may be comfortable, it may not feel entirely comfortable. Whatever you notice. Maybe your feet feel warm, or maybe they feel cool. It's just what's there. There's your feet being the place where your body connects directly with the earth when standing. And then just taking a moment to draw your attention up through your body, up through your legs, through the pelvis, through the torso, through the neck and the head, and have a sense of the way your whole body rises up, this standing up posture. Very strong, upward, upright quality in it. And then relaxing. So again, the quality of uprightness and then relaxing. Eyes can be open or closed in standing meditation. I would suggest you just let your arms hang by the sides or or hold them if you wish. You can gather them in the front or the back, but unless they're particularly cold, Putting them in the pockets isn't an optimal way to have it. If you need to for some reason that wouldn't be obvious to someone else, that's okay. But sometimes just just letting gravity have the arms and the hands. And so in standing we're not doing some kind of other practice that we might know from something other thing like uh, some energy work or qigong or yoga, we're just standing and being aware that we're standing, being awake in the standing. As I said, eyes can be open or closed, but if in any way you feel unsteady or unstable, really helpful to have the eyes open, will help you maintain balance. And if you feel lightheaded, dizzy, giddy or faint, please feel free to sit down. It's very unlikely. But if it does happen, a smart response is sit down. 
and in standing it's useful to explore sustaining the posture beyond the point where it might require a little work from you not just abandoning it because it involves a little effort but at the same time as with any posture being really aware of and respectful of your body's limits and if for you and for reasons you might know and understand or just seems to be true that it's not okay to continue standing then it's really fine to sit down but not just because it feels like that might be a little easier and so in standing we're giving attention to the feeling of the body the feet on the ground in touch with the earth body's quality of uprightness and these two elements just as in the walking it's our feet on the ground and taking a step in the sitting it's the body sitting and the breathing in standing it's the feet on the ground and the upright quality and just sensing into the felt experience what it is that lets you know right now that your body is standing right here just as it is and just sensing for yourself the balance between a certain intentionality so we're upright it's not kind of floppy or flaccid that we're seeking here but at the same time not rigid or tight and so it can be useful just to consciously soften behind the knees to unlock the knee joint just a little it's almost as if one is about to bend it but not actually bending it just unlocking and allows the posture to be a bit more dynamic allows the weight of the body to in a way rest more directly on the earth be released downwards and it may be that you're aware of your breathing as you're standing here which is fine but it's not required so don't somehow try and avoid it if it turns up but don't need to go looking for it either it's a human being standing on the earth like a tree rooted in the ground trunk rising up firm into this upright and the crown extending out into the sky sensing the top of our head in contact with the space openness above us and trees can be great supports and inspiration for standing meditation sometimes we might like to stand some trees or near trees it's good not to get competitive with them because they tend to win but a sort of companionable sense of standing like a, even now it could just be a bunch of human beings a human forest standing on the earth just as you are and knowing this experience just as it is
And when you hear the sound of the bell, just listen to the sound as if your whole body was hearing it. So just with your attention in your whole body, receiving that sound as it arises while it continues and staying with it as it fades away. And when the sound has returned back to the silence, if you wish, you can just slowly and mindfully return to your seated posture, continuing to practice in that form. Or if you wish, you can continue to stand for so long as it is useful. And in this, just including that process as part of our practice, hearing, moving, or sustaining in the posture.
the last two or three minutes of the sitting, I'd like to invite you to resume a seated posture if you haven't already. And as you're sitting in a chair or on the floor, as you are, just taking a moment to feel the quality of uprightness of your body. Just noticing how we sometimes lose that. Re-establishing the space between the pelvis and the breastbone. And just take a moment to feel your shoulders. Notice how your shoulders feel right now without doing anything with them or to them particularly. And just take a moment to notice how your hands feel right now. However it is just to sense and feel your hands. And I'm going to invite you to do something and if there's some reason you know for your body this isn't a good idea due to some injury or other such factor, you don't have to of course but I'd like to just invite you to slowly lift your arms up and hold your arms up so your hands are up and your elbows are above your shoulders. Just notice what it's like to do that, feeling the experience of lifting up your hands and your arms. And just breathing into the posture. It initially isn't so difficult, then it requires a little effort. And after a little while, requires a little more effort. It's actually, unless you have some injury, it's pretty close to impossible to injure yourself while holding your arms up in the air. And you might wonder, well, that's all very useful, but why would I want to do that? Well, some of you will have noticed that at times one gets drowsy while meditating. And sometimes it's hard to stay awake. And this posture... It's really helpful if that should be your experience. Although there are no guarantees in meditation, or very few, I guarantee you will not fall asleep while you're holding your arms up in the air. So you don't, don't force it beyond what feels okay for you. It's right to stay with it a little at this point, or if you need to bring your arms down, just do so slowly. But just notice also if you want to experiment with just Letting your elbows come backwards a little bit, gently. Or the arms to go up a little or down. Or just, just sense or the hands turn towards each other or facing forward. See what feels interesting or useful. And then perhaps as we next breathe out, if you wish, you can bring your arms down if you haven't already. But just slowly and feeling what's happening in your shoulders, what's happening in your arms, what's happening in your hands. I'm just curious if anyone noticed anything in that process. Do you might like to just say your name briefly about what it was like to have your arms up in the air and what it was what you experienced once you returned them. Did anyone notice anything? There's no pressure if you don't want to say anything. 
just curious. Because what I notice, hmm, please. Once you returned, interesting. Shoulders more relaxed once I brought them down. So that's something I notice also. It's like sometimes there's a lot of tension in the shoulders, and I'm busy saying shoulders relax, and the shoulders aren't listening because it doesn't work like that. But then you give shoulders something to do; they actually get tired. They actually have some real work rather than just holding my tension stuff going on in my shoulders, which they're usually doing. And then once I've given them some work to do, they go thank you, and they go ha, ah, and they relax. So two things: one, it actually helps release tension. And in that, it then frees up the movement of energy and blood to the brain, which helps keep us awake. But also, interestingly, the very act of making an effort of doing something with the body brings energy to the mind, helps us stay awake, and can be really useful. And I've spent extended periods sitting in meditation with my arms in the air. So if you find it useful, and we've all done it now, so no one needs to feel like it's going to look silly, um, you can try that if you find yourself drowsy. And if you want to stay awake, it works. It's guaranteed. Once you put your arms down, you can fall asleep again. But while they're up there, you will stay awake. And also with the standing posture, feel free, if it's useful for you, as we began, to include in some period of your sitting period. If it seems just useful and you want to, or in the walking, you can just stand for some of the time, lots of the time if you wish. Or if you come to the end of your body's capacity to be sitting there due to either tiredness or to discomfort, um, you can just slowly and mindfully stand up. And just as in the walking where we do movements as practice, this too can be our meditation rather than an interruption or an abandonment or a failure of meditation. Just, oh, this is what's useful now. That's always the question. What's going to be useful here? Sometimes it's good to sustain in a posture and work through the challenges of that. Sometimes it's important to be able to say, no, I'll actually make a shift in the posture. And I'll do it mindfully and sensitively. And then if you find that the, towards the end of a sitting you need to stand up to be able to stay present, you can stand up to stay, help stay awake. We can use the arms for that also. Um, or, to, or to just... Give your body a posture that feels like it could work for it at that point when the other one isn't so able to. Good. So I just want to take a couple of minutes also at this point to speak about a couple of things to do with posture. Now, if you've done a lot of practice and you feel like you really don't need to hear anything about it, that's okay. You could go and begin your walking, but I would suggest you do it now. And we'll come back in uh, just under half an hour for sitting at 12 or stay through to the end of what I have to say. So you're free to go or not. But if you're going to go, now's the moment. And for some, there's been plenty of input already. So. <coughs> and so a couple of things I'd just like to say about the posture is, first of all, when someone asked sweetly, and uh, quite understandably, is there a comfy way to sit? And then to avoid a particular experience, they're having pain across the top of back and shoulders. And the first thing to say is that sometimes sitting isn't comfortable. Sorry, I wish there was a way. Well, actually, I'm not sure I do. But if there was a way to make it always comfortable, we'd tell you about it. But there isn't, because it's the nature of the experience of our body that sometimes it's not comfortable. In our lives, we mostly keep changing position to try and stay comfortable. 
when we stop in one position, actually we start to feel sometimes discomfort. A few practical suggestions, and I'll respond to that particular question as well. One is, <coughs> when you're sitting, to have a sustainable posture, some sense of stable contact with the ground. So if um, one's knees are up here, it'll be very hard to be steady because they're, they're sort of floating around. So take a cushion, find a blanket, put it under your leg so it's got some contact, something to be in contact with. And then you've got a tripod of three places of contact. If you're in a chair, feet on the ground, bottom on the seat, three points of contact. If you're kneeling, it'll work just like that. You can't help but be in contact when you're kneeling. But that or that. Then, second thing is, really important and helpful that your, um, that your knees are not above your pelvis. Because if your knees are above your pelvis, what it does is it tips the pelvis backwards and then the lower back curves in the reverse of its normal convex. It, it, it goes the other way. And then the whole body has to tip forward at the top to try and stop falling over backwards. And then all these muscles that are not designed to hold you up have to work really hard to try and keep you in position. And it becomes painful and uncomfortable. So most of us, when we begin, we can't just, you know, oh, so put my knees down here. When I, I think on my first retreat, I spent a long time like this until someone whispered in my ear because they didn't say a thing about posture um, and said get your butt up get your knees down breaking the silence but clearly out of compassion for watching me in front of them going through you know a lot of pain and discomfort and possibly causing a lot of disturbance by flopping around um, <coughs> it was the best advice I could have been given so sometimes if our knees are up here two things one is get some support but then also get your bottom a bit higher up, get another cushion, get another mat, there's blocks and padding and things, it's alright. You probably, you know, once you've got beyond three cushions it's getting a bit unstable, you're better off on a chair. <laughs> but two or three, so that you can actually get, so you, if, if your knees won't go down towards the ground, and they won't to begin with, but if you lift your bottom up, then oh, suddenly my knees aren't above my pelvis. And that means I can actually keep the the gentle curve in the lower back which means the body can rest upon it and then with this is just a few pointers with, with that um, can be useful to experiment where you put your hands now there's no right place to put your hands you can put them in your lap you can put them on your knees you can put them up here but if you're experiencing discomfort in the neck, shoulders, back sometimes it's to do with if we tip forward then the weight of the head is being pulled down and the muscles in the back of the neck are working really hard because this thing's really heavy. Uh, I was once described as like balancing a bowling ball on a walking stick. No, a bowling ball on a pile of bricks on top of a walking stick. That's the basic structure you're dealing with. This lower bit's the walking stick, the lower back and legs, and then the, the spine is the bricks. Um, and then, the, obviously, bowling ball. And so it takes quite a lot to keep that up. If it's not in alignment, it's a lot of physical work. And we used most of us in our world to just kind of slumping or collapsing against some kind of support, which might be comfortable, but it's actually not so good for our health. So supporting ourselves to be upright takes time, involves some degree of discomfort and effort while we train the body to be able to be self-supporting. But then, oh, actually it's really a lot happier to be able to sit in a reasonably soft but firm upright position without leaning on something. 
And so there's that consciousness of the space between the pelvis. Rather than trying to be upright and getting rigid, it's more like I often find like just breathe into the belly space, let the belly inflate, and it lifts the body into the posture, which basically means that the curve at the lower back is supported, and then the shoulders are almost kind of like dropping back off the back of one's torso. If you're getting pain in the neck and shoulders, I said, check your head's not carried forward, because if it is, that will over put too much work into your neck and that. And then, so you can bring it back a little bit, maybe just tucking the chin in a little bit. Um, in theory, there's sort of an alignment down through here between the front of your face, and but it gets complicated. Um, you don't have to do anything that's, it doesn't have to be perfect. But then sometimes check and see what it's like to just take your hands a little further back. If we put them too far forward, sometimes we lean on them and then we start to load up our shoulders for holding our weight up. Um, if we bring them back a little, it just gently moves the shoulders backwards, opens the torso. If we bring them all the way back, it can be quite a strong chest opening posture, but it's not giving us much support. It's taking the weight out of the shoulders. So just see where is useful for you. Some of us, we have tension patterns and contraction habits in our shoulders, neck, back, and we'll feel that when we're sitting here. We're not necessarily causing it sitting here, we're feeling it. And if you know some stretching or some movement that can be helpful with that, please feel free to employ it. Perhaps in the walking periods, not doing any ongoing movement in the hall. Although if we need to move something as a, an adjustment or a change or just to stretch something out a couple of times in a sitting, that's okay, but not getting into sort of doing our sort of aerobic flexibility regime while in the meditation hall. And those are the basic principles, that sense of contact with the ground, find a way to get two or three points of firm contact, you know, putting something under your knee, as I said, then knees below the pelvis, so that there's a quality of... Um, so the, the pelvis basically wants to be upright and possibly just ever so slightly tilted forward at the top. It certainly doesn't want to be tilted backwards at the top, because if you experiment with doing that you feel like all these other muscles are going whoa okay here we go <laughs> and they can't do that all day and then the sense of just becoming aware of the shoulder neck head axis what it's like to set that up in a way that's supportive for you does anyone have any questions arising from what I've just suggested Yes, yes, you can um, set up some way to support your shoulders by either wrapping a blanket around your wrist, waist and sticking it in there or if you have a piece of clothing that you can adjust to put your hands here so they can relax or don't borrow your neighbour's cushion, get your own one but um, you can put a cushion in your lap and put them on here. Any number of options, experiment with that. There's no, you know... Those wonderful characters up there are made of inanimate object material. Um, they're not going to feel discomfort. They don't ever have to move. We're not competing with them. Um, and they're expressing something that it's good to understand its context for, which is stillness is actually not to do with an absence of movement because we're breathing. The body's got to move to stay alive. But stability, steadiness and finding conscious ways to yeah, support the body and arms up can be sometimes really useful.
I've never actually done that, but I can see how that, given I've got a zip top, could be a really nice way to take the pressure out of my shoulders at some point. It's not unusual. The question is, is there pain? If there is pain on the upper back, is that normal at the beginning? Well, I'd say it's so common as to be almost normal, but insofar as everyone, not for everyone, no, but for some people, yes. And again, a lot of what we encounter are things that we probably would encounter in our life if we ever stayed still long enough and we were not unconsciously adjusting and moving all the time. So go gently with it. Anywhere that there's a history of injury or vulnerability or surgery or anything like that, be extra careful and sensitive and respectful with that and to know one can move if one needs to. So seeing if you can just, yeah, be with that. But shoulder pain, very common because we hold most of us a lot of tension in the shoulders, as I've said. And as we sit, sometimes it's because the posture's... Um, amplifying or exacerbating whatever issue we might have there. Sometimes the pain is actually just that we're beginning to relax and all the holding around some tissues that might have contracted is softening and then we actually feel the weight of the arm pulling on those tight tissues, slowly opening them up, but it's painful. But there may be something else and I don't know. So that's at a pragmatic level. Be gentle with it and... If it's something that doesn't seem to be becoming extreme or increasing, it's probably okay just to watch and see and not be too concerned. Likewise with discomfort in the knees, which are very common, or ankles. If when you change your posture it goes away quite quickly, it's probably fine. Or if you move it, you know, mobilize it and it goes away reasonably quickly. If, if you're hobbling through the walking meditation for 40 minutes in pain or just it's probably the case that you're pushing a bit hard in the sitting and you should change the posture, take the pressure off that joint a little earlier. That's not something we all got told when this practice first um, emerged for Western bodies that grown up in chairs. Um, where we can't necessarily 